What's good, everybody? Happy holidays and Merry Christmas. I did take me a little hiatus. I had to get some stuff straight, you know, how life is in your early 20s. But I decided to come back this week to talk football with Josh. I miss Josh, and I actually miss talking football with all the crazy shit that's happened in the past few weeks that I wasn't recording. But we are back. It was a pretty fun episode, but, you know, we talked about a lot. You know, a lot of stuff in depth. Of course, we started rambling a little bit, but it was all okay. We talked about the Kansas City Chiefs and their dominance, the Bucks and their struggles, the whole playoff race. Josh did a take on the Arizona Cardinals, and, you know, it may be time to panic. We also picked our playoff dark horses, one team from each conference that nobody wants to face, and we brought back trending, pretending, and the ending. No more floating. You know, we're almost at the end of the season, so kind of got to be set on these decisions and we did it playoff style talking about all the playoff teams so it was pretty fun and of course you know i might drop i accidentally called it a pipe bomb when i text joshua it's here um and that's about it we did talk for about 10 minutes before we actually did another intro during the show but i hope you guys enjoy i'm not gonna hold you up any longer just remember you can follow us foe pod foe podcast on facebook twitter you can follow me at the Daily FOE, and you can follow Josh at J underscore Ho thirty four. All right, guys, let's get into this. Happy holidays! I hope you guys get whatever you're looking for this year, and I hope next year start off strong for you. This year was rough, but next year should be better. I hope so. Uh, you gotta hook it to your desk. Yeah, it's just uh, it's like a C clamp, just oh, like yeah. hooks on the side. Yeah, that's what I'm dealing with right now. I done moved this thing around so many times. <laughs> like I thought After... about just putting it behind the desk and just bringing the mic forward. Like I don't know. Oh, Josh, you still there? Yeah, yeah, I got you. Yeah, you got quiet on me, my boy. My bad. <laughs> my bad. It's been a minute. Oh, yeah, I know, man. I'm still kind of mad, though. I went and cut this thing on. I'm like, you know what? I'm going to mute this football game in the background so I can see what's going on. I'm stuck with this bullshit. <laughs> oh, wow. Well, at least, you know, the no-names look like they're about to score. Okay. that's. I guess that's exciting. Is it, though? Uh <laughs> oh oh he dove over the pile. See, there we go. Got one highlight. That's that's about it, you know. Might cut I, this I think soon. That's probably what we'll max out at tonight. Yep. It's probably the most points we're gonna see the Redskins score all night. <laughs> the seven <Dang> <laughs> They ain't the same to the Bucks now. Oh boy. That kryptonite <laughs> right there, man. I watched that whole game. Yeah. Like, I wanted to cut it off because you know how the score feels different than the way that they're actually playing? Yeah, I know um, what you mean. Yeah, like, the Saints were bullying them. Just, like, bullying them. Yeah, it's funny. Like, you know that everybody's going to make the excuse of all the injuries that Tampa suffered, but, I mean, they they weren't doing anything with them on the field, so... I mean, I forget Mike Evans plays for them sometimes. No offense or anything. Chris Godwin just seems like the better choice. 
Oh, for sure. And you know yeah. they got AB coming back. Yeah, see, that might help because then he can go back to his. See, he got his little treat, his little duo right there. He got, you know, Gronk and AB. You know, as long as AB can play the rest of the season, we have to hope he can play the rest of the season. <laughs> as long as he can play the rest of the season and as long as Gronk can stay healthy. Yeah, there we go right there. And it's still not enough for the Super Bowl. Oh no. I'm gonna have a little a little take about that at the end of the, the end of the show. Yeah, uh, we'll, we'll we'll get to that one. Yeah, we'll we'll get to that one. But I I I don't know. I feel like I have this animosity towards the New Orleans Saints. Why is that? Because they have a very good defense, but I hate their quarterback situation and I'm not big on Taysom Hill. Like, I feel like that was a waste of money. He's over 30. You're paying him $90 million. He's never been top 10 at either quarterback or tight end. So I'm just trying to figure out what is $90 million. He's literally Tim Tebow without the charisma and the fans. He's he's, he's better. I'll give him that. He's, I mean, that's not a a high bar to get over, but he's he's a better player. He's faster. He knows you know, more about the offense, has a better coach helping him out. But, yeah, he's Tim Tebow in a nutshell. Almost spit my water out. <laughs> I heard something going I heard something going on over there. I wasn't sure. I wasn't going to ask you about it. That's not a high bar to. That's not a high bar to. I mean, it's true. Am I lying? No, they have similar mechanics, too. That's what makes this. Like, one thing I don't understand is how these big, buff guys that play quarterback, it seems like the ball is too heavy, but then you got a skinny guy that can fling that thing 70 yards. Now, I think what it is is they have so much muscle mass in their arms that it just takes them – they have to go around it all, you know, so it takes – it's a longer throwing motion. I don't know if that's legit. I just made that up on the fly. I mean, if you really go back and you look at some Tim Tebow plays and how long it took him to throw the ball, you might be on to something here. Yeah. I mean, he caught that thing back about a yard before you throw it. <laughs> yeah, it's one it's like uh it's like playing Madden when you have to like some players when they when they have like a fast quarterback, they like to run 10 yards back before they actually throw the ball. Yeah, it's like that, but it's like mandatory for some of these quarterbacks. Oh, boy. Imagine taking the ball 10 yards back to only throw it five yards, like full, like full power. That's the farthest you're throwing is five yards. I mean, it sounds like Drew Brees, to be honest. Oh, that's just fucked up, man. <laughs> Drew Brees got a better arm than that. Come on. Now. Are you talking about? You I'm must playing. be talking about last year, Drew Brees. Like, <laughs> you were just talking about I last mean... year, Drew Brees. Last year Drew Brees, last year Peyton Manning. It's all oh, it's all yeah. pretty much the same. Yeah. I really I want like the uncut deleted footage of Drew Brees during these uh Saints and Bucks games. Like I want to hear all the shit they not let you see. Oh man. You know that'd be fun. Have Brees on the Manning cast. Oh boy, have both of them throwing shade at Brady. That would be incredible. And then you got <laughs> then you got Eli too. That just makes it worse. <laughs> <laughs> oh man like you gotta live with the fact that look at Eli that doesn't even look like a quarterback you want to lose to like you wouldn't be okay with it at all like Justin Herbert you look at him and you're like god damn it it's just Justin Herbert 
But then you look at Eli Manning, you're just like, fucking Eli Manning. Like, you're not, like, you just don't sit there and be like, damn, I lost to Eli Manning. Like, it really eats at your soul. You can lose to Peyton. You'll be perfectly fine. It's Peyton. But Eli? He barely yeah. can <laughs> He barely can stay 500 for his career. Dude, he's one of those quarterbacks. You look at him and you're like, you know, you see like Drew Brees. He's really accurate. You got, you know, like Cam Newton or Michael Vick. They have a really strong arm. What does Eli do? It seems like he's just average at everything. I mean, he gave you like two good plays in the Super Bowl. Exactly. I mean, like, <laughs> like from a quarterback standpoint, like, what does he do? I mean, he has the Manning name. That's probably about it. <laughs> he, like, he he wasn't a terrible quarterback. He's had his moments, but I mean, it just seems like he's pretty much average across the board. It's just crazy how he's had how he had a starting quarterback job all this time, and Ryan Fitzpatrick basically been tossed around the league. Dude, like the slut in the neighborhood just being tossed around the fucking league. And you let this man, Eli, have a whole, what, about 15, 16-year career? And they're about, they're about the same as far as, you know, playing ability. I, to be honest, <laughs> if I were to pick a quarterback, if I had like a one-game or one-season scenario, I would take Fitz. But one thing I will say about Eli throughout his career, he was durable. Yes. That man didn't. He didn't miss time until like the very end of his career. So yeah. you know, you know, Giants fans right now looking at Daniel Jones and Mike Lennon saying, "Shit, I wish we had Eli." Oh, absolutely. I'm. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that sounds like Cowboys fans with Tony Romo. Oh no, that's just Jerry. My bad. <laughs> that's miss... just Jerry. <laughs> I miss my son. That would be disrespectful. You got that Prescott sitting right there. You're talking about you missed your son. Oh, boy. You know, I, I got to ask you this, right? I got to ask you this because they, they still not making me want to say it. Like, I, I still don't want to say how about it. <laughs> like, I'm seeing games and I'm like, there they are. You know, that's what the popcorn in the Hard Knocks trailer was for. That's the guys. They have those moments. And then I'm kind of... I know that the playoff standings are changing, but we had a very good, interesting match. Like, if the playoffs would have started last week, we had a very good, interesting match. Or recently, I just saw this thing. But it was the Cowboys at four and the Rams at five. Two teams that desperately need a playoff win have to go head-to-head. That yeah, would have been I, great. That would have been, right? Um, I'll be completely honest you know i was all on the cowboys all year i think like week three is when i started saying cowboys in the super bowl yeah i've cooled on them like big time Dak isn't playing like i thought he was gonna play zeke is i don't even know if he's 25 year old zeke or 55 year old zeke sometimes their defense is incredible you know, Micah Parsons and Trayvon Diggs forcing turnovers left and right. Demarcus Lawrence and Randy Gregory rushing the passer too. But I don't have them in the Super Bowl anymore. Ooh, that's nice. As a matter of fact, hold that thought for a quick second. Hey, everybody, what you've been listening to for the first 10 minutes is just me and Josh. 
basically catching up. It's been a couple weeks since we had an episode talking about football and so much has happened. So I would like to say thank you and welcome to another episode of the FOE podcast. I am your host, Matt, Daily FOE, or just, I'm just Matt. And this is my co-host, Josh, J underscore whole 34. And, you know, we're back talking some more football, uh, catching up, seeing <laughs> what's been going on lately. And uh, Josh, I, I gotta, I gotta say, you you got on that bandwagon like quick, dude. I thought you watched Hard Knocks for a second. Like you probably caught the bug that I was supposed to catch. Like I, I just didn't catch it. I was just impressed by the how much you know theatrical the practice got. Yeah, we in in any situation we talk about catching bugs. <laughs> but no, um, I mean, I loved how Dallas uh, started the season, but at this point, it seems like. Their high has kind of been evening out a little bit. Um, you know, they're still they're still a good team, no doubt about it. They're still most likely going to win the NFC East. You never know what's going to happen. Like you said earlier, we got the Eagles and the football team playing right now, so you never know what could happen with that division. But it looks like they're going to have either the three or four seed, depending on what happens next few weeks. But I don't No, I, I'm not as high as I used to be on the Cowboys, they still have that. It's like they are very similar to me to the Bills and the Vikings in that when they're on, they can beat any team in the league, no doubt. But they're just too inconsistent. That's very factual. <laughs> yeah. I remember, uh, what was I watching? Speak for, speak for yourself. I was watching it Yeah, yesterday. I love them. I love them. Yeah, Emmanuel Acho said something very funny as hell. He compared the Dallas Cowboys to Jake Paul. <laughs> that, man's, that man said it's all nice and fun. You know, the lights, the glamour. Everybody's enjoying this. But when they face a formidable opponent, it's over. <laughs> yeah, I mean, they've been beating up on their, their own division. But let me, I got to look at their schedule, see who they're. Who they actually faced. It's getting around that time of the year where I'm starting to count wins against 500. Like, you got to start beating teams over 500. Like, yeah, it, I, I think we were scary. tearing apart. I think we were tearing apart the Chiefs or someone like that last year for not beating, like, the top teams. Yeah, you got to beat them teams over. And I and, and you know what? I'm going a, I'm to a talk about the Chiefs in a second, but... You got to beat them teams over 500 because I'm looking at the Rams and I'm like, all right, guys, you guys look very good on paper. I got a new name for them. The greatest show on paper. <laughs> That's what they are. They're the greatest show on the Madden screen. That's what they are right now. They look scary as hell. Like if somebody just came to you, you got your football gear on, coming out of retirement, Josh, and it was like, all right, guys, here's who you're facing today. Oh, wow, they just turned over the ball. Oh, wow. Yeah, the Eagles just turned over the ball. Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah. Got all the way down there to, like, the 20-yard line. <laughs> all that the live, way down there. Got that live commentary going on. Oh, oh man. I tell you, I don't know if I need a career in that, but I'll be over doing commentary for TV shows I'll be watching when my girl be on the phone, and she be just sitting there all into it like, what the hell is going on? I make everything sound so exciting, and I do it in such a calm voice. Like, I cannot believe this is happening. (laughs) (laughs) 
What the hell? I've never seen this before. Oh, hell. Oh, that's what I'll be doing. <laughs> this is exactly yeah, what I'll be doing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at Dallas's schedule. They have a few top teams uh, that they've faced. Seems like they kind of split overall. Uh, they've beaten teams like, when I say top teams, I mean playoff teams. So they've beaten teams like Minnesota, uh, the Patriots, and the Chargers. But they've also lost to like Tampa Bay week one. They've lost to the Chiefs and the Raiders. So, I mean, it's it's kind of 50-50. Yeah, my thing with them <clears throat> is the Cowboys are the Cowboys. I don't, I don't expect nothing less when they have everybody there. And then, you know, the defense is really good this year. It goes, yeah. They go on as far as saying Mika Parsons is the best best defensive player in the league. Like he's getting those conversations right now. But when it comes to them, it all comes down to okay, I expect regular season success. You play in the NFC least. It's just can we win a playoff game? It's like with Lamar Jackson before he won his playoff game. It's like, okay, we know you're gonna be dominant during the regular season. Can you get over that hump of winning a playoff game? You know, you kind of got to get that shit off your chest. Oh, that's and... gross. Shut up, man. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's for them, it's like, can they win the playoff game? Now, when it comes to someone like the Rams, oh, yeah, I look at the fact that they can't, they're having a hard time beating teams over 500. And I had to come to the realization they're the greatest show on paper. You know, that Hollywood. I'm hoping that by the playoff time, you know, veteran experience and Super Bowl experience kicks in because, you know, they got a couple guys that's been to the Super Bowl on that team. You know, I'm, I'm hoping that stuff kicks in, but, yeah, it, it's just, it, it ain't looking like they're going to be there for me. Yeah, it, it's crazy to, it's crazy to think about it with all the, all the players that they've picked up this year. Like Von Miller, I was looking at his stat line. He hasn't done nothing. I think he had, um, two sacks against the Giants uh, when he was in Denver in like week two. Mm-hmm. But for the most part, he hasn't done anything this year. He was out with injury for a few weeks. But, you know, since he's been with the Rams, he hasn't done anything. Um, Odell, Odell's been adapting to the offense a bit, you know, better the last couple weeks. So there's that. Um, Stafford's been, he's been up and down too. He's been having his great games, but then he goes and throws like back-to-back pick sixes two weeks in a row and loses a couple games that they should have won. So, I mean, I'm kind of worried that maybe, not to the same extent, but maybe the 2021 Rams are the 2011 Dream Team Philadelphia Eagles. A decade later? I'm, I'm saying it with a question mark because I don't want to say it as a as a statement i gotta i gotta go and look up them <laughs> i gotta go and look up that team but i get what you mean that's that's why i said i got a piece of paper right here greatest show on paper it looks very impressive when you read it yeah for sure they're like you're saying an ultimate like a great madden team yeah a great team to play in a video game but yeah. just when when it comes to playing on sundays and it's kind of 50 50 Oh, it's about more than Sundays. It's about Matthew Stafford's, you know, record in prime time. It's not very promising. I don't even think he's eclipsed 10 wins. 
Ooh. I but, mean, yeah, then, <laughs> then again, though, he was on the Lions for most of his career. How many primetime games has he had? <laughs> I ain't lying. <laughs> I would. I'm gonna let you. I'm gonna let you have that one. <laughs> I mean, I'll be honest. I don't think he's had ten primetime games in his career. Yeah, I think he got like eight wins. He's had a few. <laughs> <laughs> he had enough, you know. Some, I guess, I guess some we didn't see. I wonder if primetime is different in Detroit. It's not shade towards the city of Detroit. This is just, you know, I don't understand how cable works in different areas. So, you know, what may be primetime down here may not be primetime in Detroit. Just, just saying. I think any any game in Detroit where you're broadcasted on most of the country, I think that's prime time. You know what, man? I'm trying to help out this team and organization. <laughs> They've had hey, a hard man. time. Hey, man, they came out and kicked Arizona's ass, so maybe they don't need as much help as we think. Oh, yeah, that's my upset of the week. Oh, who, they, who they got this week? Oh, they got the, they got the Falcons. Oh, no. Yeah, we're favored by five points. R.I.P. Yeah, and I'm sitting here, and I'm just like, you know, we're the two most unpredictable teams in the league. We might try to give the game to each other. <laughs> At this point, might as well. It, I mean, no, nah, bro, because, you know, if the Falcons lose, then all their playoff hopes are completely crushed. We live to see another week with a win. It's just yeah, that. Yeah, I mean. You know, D- Detroit just beat Arizona, man. I'm assuming they got some momentum, and they don't care about their uh, draft position at this point. They're trying to win games. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. I, Dude, I'll tell you that I respect the hell out of Dan Campbell. He's, he's a great coach. As much as, <laughs> as much as the Lions as a team, they're not good. But they at least you know, show that they tried to win. <laughs> They're not the Jaguars. They played 15 games this year. Six of them have been decided by three points or less. They're trying right. to win. <laughs> yeah, but dude, that's the crazy thing. I mean, I listened to, um, shit, I forget the name of it, but it's a, it's a CBS uh, football podcast. Mm-hmm. They were talking about how, like, if, if a few of those games went differently, Detroit could be legit like seven and seven or eight and six. They could be, and in the a- NFC, like you can easily get in the playoffs around that record. Yeah. So the Lions could <laughs> hypothetically be a playoff team right now. Yeah. And now I want to drink the Kool Aid just yet. Maybe the off brand Kool Aid, but that might be my dark horse for that division next year. And I might just be doing that shit for shits and giggles. It might be serious at the same time. It's like it's like you're trying to win. <clears throat> I can't get mad at nobody that's trying to win. We've seen worse years of the Lions. <laughs> oh yeah, we have. <laughs> We've seen worse years of the Lions. They are literally trying to win. I have not seen a single paper bag or brown or brown bag <laughs> at any single game this year. They're trying to win. <laughs> Yeah, but you might not have a choice but to pick the Lions for Dark Horse next year because Green Bay and Minnesota, neither of them are really going to be a Dark Horse. They're going to be, you know, the two top teams. And then Chicago. Chicago's not doing anything. So Detroit might be your only option. Yeah, but, I mean, I don't, 
let's, you know what? I'm going to just say that's a conversation for another day. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yeah, we'll go with that. I'm going to say that's a that's a conversation for another day because that sparked another question for me pertaining to the Green Bay Packers. But that's a conversation for another day. Before we go into your take, which you say, you know, it's panic in Arizona. But I got to ask, so what, what you think of these Kansas City Chiefs? I know you heard me talking a whole bunch of shit all year. <laughs> well, before we before we start that, actually, I just want to say Tom Brady and Aaron Rodgers combined this season against the Saints. They're 0-3, but they're 21-4 and against everybody else. Can you can you like text me that stat? I can put that in the article. I have a I have a section for facts now. Oh shit! Okay. Uh, yeah. I, I, yeah we'll text do that. me that stat. <laughs> right. That's a that's a good one. Now right, you said uh, coming out of the Chiefs. Yeah. How you feel about them? Uh, putting my bias aside, the Chiefs. It's either gonna be the Chiefs or the Patriots in the Super Bowl. On the AFC side, um, Kansas City, they they've taken their their defense and everything that not just us, but you know everybody else around the media and you know football analysts have been talking about mm-hmm. their shitty defense, <clears throat> and that thing has turned around big time. Um, Kansas City's on a seven game winning streak. Before before this Thursday night game against the Chargers. Um, from weeks nine through fourteen, they have allowed forty-eight points combined. Yep, that's just those are insane numbers. Um, yeah, I wrote down here. They still don't have a running game. Uh, Ceh is still. I'm still not a fan. Between him and Daryl Williams, they still don't have much of a running game, but their defense is kind of making up for it with uh, with their. You know, them stepping up and creating turnovers and opportunities for Mahomes. Mahomes has still been, like, he's been better the last couple of weeks, but I still don't think he's on the Mahomes-Mahomes level that we're used to. Um, <clears throat> you know, but like, like I was saying, with the Chiefs defense getting better, he doesn't necessarily need to be that elite level right now. Yeah, and then we got a glimpse of it on um, Thursday when they played the Chargers because he went elite then. You know, him, Hill, and uh, Kelsey, they went elite. But ah, I, I noticed somebody wrote a somebody uh, on a, I don't know if it was Sports Keto or what, but they were they wrote an apology to the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, they ain't doing too much. That's <laughs> doing too much. I'm just gonna say thank you. I'm not even gonna say I'm sorry for talking shit. You know. Bullying builds character sometimes when you do it right. When you do it right. I'm not, you know, condoning bullying. Nah, fuck you if you're a bully. I'm saying it builds character if you do it right. Amongst friends, of course, you know, talk shit about your friends. Keep them from doing dumb shit with your words. But when it comes to these Kansas City Chiefs, the main thing that I can really say about them is that the stripper at the strip club that only could do a belly roll finally learned a new trick. Finally, and I want to say thank you. Come one, come all. You finally getting seats. You got people lined up. They want lap dances. They want to see the Kansas City Chiefs again. Oh, man. 
And I'm not going to say, a lot of people saying, oh, the Chiefs are back and all this other stuff. I'm just going to say they look rejuvenated. Mm-hmm. I'm not really shocked about the whole slump with Patrick Mahomes. I just got over it because, you know, you got to get over that whole phase of, you know, they're not going to just play upper echelon, top tier 24-7. They're going to have a slump. That's just normal. <clears throat> but it was like before all these injuries with the Bucks. I was like, oh, wow, my Super Bowl prediction looked like it's back on track. And now it looks yeah. like only one of them's going to get there. But, you know, I heard that little comment that you said about it's either going to be the Patriots or the Chiefs. And I got something to say about that later. Oh, boy. You're forgetting for that one. You're forgetting a team. You oh, okay. I got you. I got you. I'll... <laughs> no, I, I know. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. But it's okay. We will get to them. But, yeah, I've been basically talking shit about their defense all this time. And I'm happy. I'm really happy to see that defense finally thriving. And it's okay if they thrive and Mahomes take a seat back. Because you saw what happened on the Chargers. He might be one of these guys he could turn it on and off. But, you know, against Justin Herbert, he's always going to turn it on. Because he talks a lot of shit about Herbert. So he got to show up. He got to show out. And then on top of that, that was their third game they played. So they settled the rubber match of their first three games. So <clears throat> he's going to be fine. Uh, they Defense can keep it up because this defense don't look like anything of the old. When they was playing the Chargers, even though they were stupid as hell, I don't know why you kept going up forward on fourth down. The Chiefs kept stopping them on fourth down. That's different. Even in the red zone, that's different. Because last year, they were the worst red zone defense. Yeah, I'll be honest, man. I like Brandon Staley and the Chargers' uh, offensive mindset going for it on fourth down. Yeah. And always just trying to be aggressive. I like that. Uh, you know, you don't want to be too far on one side, whether it's, you know, uh, following the analytics or just having the, you know, old school football mentality. You don't want to be on the extreme on one side or the other. You want to be in the middle. And it seems like Staley's like in the middle, but he's leaning, he's leaning towards the analytics on that. <clears throat> so I mean, I'm I'm definitely cool with him going for it on fourth down, like like he's been doing. Um, sometimes it doesn't work out. Sometimes it does. And if it did work out, the Chiefs would have been blown out in that game. Oh yeah, they was about to get their ass whooped. <laughs> that yeah, defense so- held it down because it was about to get that. That was an ass whooping in progress. Yeah, and so in an alternate reality, you know, the Chargers are riding high and the Chiefs are kind of like, you know, Chiefs are shell-shocked and embarrassed that they let the Chargers put up 50 on them, so. Oh, God damn. Then Mahomes lost his wife, which might be a good thing, but I'm not going to go there. We're just going to go to the next topic. (laughs) (laughs) I I, I just want to say before we move on, uh, the Chiefs' seven-game winning streak, only one game was against a team below 500. Ooh. It well that, that depends on if you want to count the Steelers. The Steelers are like at five hundred right now, but yeah, I don't even know what to say about the Steelers. It's one of those teams. I look at the Steelers the same way I look at GameStop. When are you going to go out of business? You just keep finding <laughs> ways. <laughs> you know, you just keep finding ways to stay alive. When are you going to die? And Mike Tomlin just keeps saying, "Bro, I'm not going anywhere." But Big Ben is, but I'm not. <laughs> yeah, he is, but uh, not me. 
Yeah. <clears throat> I will say this last thing, though. It's a quick little take. I had no problem with the fourth downs. I just wish they did a quarterback sneak every once in a while. I think they could have got it with a quarterback sneak. That would have caught them off guard. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, like, aggressive towards the towards the passing game. Like, you, he believes in Herbert a lot, which, understandable. He's one of the best young quarterbacks in the league. But, yeah, sometimes you want to just keep it simple and just get what you need and move on. Yeah, but you know what? At least we get to see that twice a year. Oh, yeah, maybe even three times. Oh, yeah, maybe three, but <laughs> at least we get to see it. <clears throat> Why's it got to be in my division, though? Come on, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh. It's like it's like Philip Rivers and Alex Smith and all. Uh, I forget. I forget who was the Chiefs quarterback like back then. But yeah, like we we always had a battle against good you know, uh, teams with, like, explosive weapons. And it's like, man, why can't we have some of that? Marco's just sitting in the corner like, come on, man. <laughs> y'all time coming, man. Yeah, y'all time coming. All I got to do is just jump in here and grab Russell Wilson and let the good Dude. times go. Dude. <laughs> Russ Rogers or Deshaun Watson? Yep. Or Kirk. Or Kirk Cousins, and I'm good to go. Let the good times roll. Uh, Josh, <clears throat> so I know you've been paying attention to the Arizona Cardinals. And yes, I have. It might be a little bit of panic. So I, I was curious about that. You said it's panic in Arizona. So, you know, the floor is yours. <sighs> All right. Well, so you look at you look at the Cardinals as a team, right? And you see that the... I guess like the the core that this team is built off of is the connection between Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins, which I mean, you know, great quarterback, great receiver. Sounds awesome. But the thing is, DeAndre is out for the season. He'll be back in the playoffs. But is he going to be DeAndre DeAndre or is he going to be the banged up DeAndre we've been seeing lately? Um, Kyler. He has great potential, but he's been dealing with injury too. He has he has some games where uh he looks kind of iffy. You know what I mean? Um, some of his games he looks like Kyler. He only has a uh, twenty touchdown to ten interception ratio this season, and eleven fumbles. So that's not great for the team. Um, we got uh. Christian Kirk, uh, AJ Green, and Rondale Moore, and Zach Ertz, they're excellent, you know, pass catching options for this offense. I love Christian Kirk, but in order to make up for Hopkins uh, down the stretch of the regular season, and at this point, you have so much competition in the NFC that, you know, they need to keep winning. Otherwise, they're going to fall into a wild card spot. And who knows, maybe even worse. You got the 49ers right there, too. We'll talk about them later. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, you got those teams closing in. So Arizona needs to they, – they can't afford to slack off. So in order to keep going on offense, somebody has to step up as a true wide receiver one. We saw Christian Kirk last week go for over 100 receiving yards. Uh, what did he do? He got – 
Uh, nine for sorry, nine for ninety-four on twelve targets and a touchdown, in a loss. But that's besides the point. Um, he got he had a good game. We saw AJ Green have a couple of good games, and we saw earlier this season. It's been inconsistent, but Rondale Moore, the speedy rookie, he's had stretches where he's made awesome plays and has some good games too. So we'll need somebody here to make up for the loss of DeAndre. And then Zach Ertz, you know, he's been good too. Uh, Chase Edmonds is back. This defense, for the, it, it needs to step up some more. Um, they just allowed 30 points to the Detroit Lions. That's unacceptable. <laughs> we were talking about the Lions already. Uh, you look at the rest of their schedule. They have your Colts, the Cowboys, and the Seahawks. Those are three games that they could easily lose. And I'm I'm concerned that they just might. Uh, like I said earlier, the the Rams are right on their heels. We talked about them being inconsistent, but you never know. They could easily, you know, put their foot on the gas. Um, let me look at their schedule too. The Rams have the Vikings, the Ravens, and the Niners. It's and then we of course got the Seahawks going on right now. Um, they could quite possibly win out. It's possible. So, you know, if the Rams went out, they're going to take this division. Yeah. Um, and then all of a sudden, Arizona becomes a wild card team, which, I mean, they have a much better record on the road. So I don't know if there's really something to that. Maybe they'd be better off as a wild card team trying to travel to um, round by round to other teams. But, yeah, I mean, I'm I'm worried about Arizona. You know, they've been they've been on a skid lately. They're talking about a team that's cooled off. Like we were talking about Kyler Murray earlier this season as the MVP. Yeah. And now all of a sudden they just lost three of the last five games. Including I'm gonna emphasize this again. They lost by eighteen points to the Detroit Lions. <laughs> I'll say this one more time. They lost by 18 points to the Detroit Lions. You're trying to make it stick, Paul. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah. Um, yeah, I just don't know if you can really put any kind of trust in this team. At the moment, only because the Rams and Seahawks haven't – they're still playing right now. But at the moment, the Cardinals are on top of their division. But – Arizona's ten and four. The Rams are nine and four, and San Fran is right there, eight and six. So Arizona keeps messing around. They're going to end up third place, and who knows? They could be out of the playoffs altogether. It's possible. Yeah, it is. So, <laughs> I'm not. I'm not closing this up with any kind of hot take that the Cardinals are going to lose out. But I'm just saying it's there. It's definitely possible. Yeah, and if the playoffs were to start, <laughs> if the playoffs were to start soon, it would be it would be the Cardinals versus the Rams again. They have four and five right now until this game is over. Ah, uh, that's the case. I'm taking the Rams all day. Yeah. Well, what Minnesota versus? Oh, that'll be interesting. <laughs> Minnesota versus Dallas, two quarterbacks that need a playoff win. That is very interesting. 
Yeah. I mean, I know, I know Dallas won uh, before with Cooper Cup or not Cooper Cup, Cooper Rush as their quarterback. But that ain't gonna happen again. I don't think. I think that was a fluke. Oh, you think that was a fluke? Oh, for sure. I just thought he went out there and did his job. I didn't expect nothing twice, though. <laughs> I just thought he went out there and he just played an excellent game of football. <laughs> like, you just yeah, came I, I here and did your job. Yeah, I don't think it's a fluke that the Cowboys beat the Vikings, but it's a fluke that Cooper Rush beat Kirk Cousins. Oh, yeah, that he outplayed Kirk Cousins? Yeah, for sure. What about last night? Because I don't even think he threw 100 yards and, you know, Justin Fields, even though he lost, had a good <laughs> passing game. Yeah, he had, uh, I think Cousins had 87 yards. Yeah. I don't know what the hell that game was. There were penalties on the... Dude, these refs, man. <laughs> Dude. I'm just saying, the NFL needs to get these refs in check. They need they need to either put them through some kind of intense military-like referee training or just get new refs all together. Just start over with a fresh batch. I got an idea. Let's not hire referees that are already 60 years old. Uh, I kind of put the referees in the same boat as people in Congress. You just, what are you going to do? I, I don't know. You're supposed to be retiring at this age. Exactly. You would think it would be nice to have some youth. I understand the experience part, but, you know, you can still mix in some youth, you know, some young legs, fresh eyes. There's a difference between wanting experience and just wanting the elderly well you you know they don't really trust us so they feel like they still have to do things man you, you think you can, you can trust these guys we've been seeing over the last decade plus what happens when you trust the experience they can't even tell when the football is flat <laughs> by the by the time you realize it like it's already too late you already won a super bowl <laughs> Something I'm just saying. Right about this ball, Bob. <laughs> Boss. <laughs> like, I don't know how long this is gonna take, but I'll figure out. You sitting there going around telling all the referees, "Feel this right quick." <laughs> oh God. Does it feel different to you? Give it a little squeeze. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Oh man. The the point is. Hire guys that are, what would you say, like 30s and 40s? I, I feel like that's that's reasonable. Exactly. I think th- this is a football podcast, but I think the same thing when it comes to politics. We're not going to get into that, but I'm just throwing that out there. Yeah, you know what? I agree with you. Next topic. <laughs> <laughs> I was just saying, man, my mom's retired. I'm not going to reveal her age, but she's retired. At a certain point, you got to retire. Exactly. That's all I'm saying. Oh, boy. Uh, it ain't, it ain't going to be possible for us, but. Yeah, I'm, I'm not even going to go there with that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that's a whole other topic. Yeah, that's, that's, oh, boy. Oh, man. But we're going to be stuck. With, we got to clean up a whole bunch of shit when we turn 40. This is some bullshit, man. Oh, bro, we're going to be fucked. You know, just sit here and be like, here you go. Here's America. You know, <laughs> got a couple leaks over there and over here. Uh, we'll see. <laughs> I'm going to give it to you in as-is condition. 
<laughs> no returns, no refunds, no backsies. Oh boy, this is like getting Elon Musk's best Tesla and it has no battery. <laughs> Looks good on the outside, but <laughs> that shit ain't gonna work. Wait till you start the engine, if it starts. <laughs> oh man. Yeah. Next topic. Ah. Uh, so you know, you just had to say it. You mentioned you, you mentioned two teams and you left out one. Bro, you got the floor. Go ahead. Oh no, nah, man. You know who my dark horse is. Since we're talking oh, about playoff dark horses, and oh, I sure. already know who my dark horse is for the AFC. They're my the dark most, horse too. Yeah, the most obvious ones. These guys can <laughs> they can surprise everyone. Hell, they're surprising me. <laughs> Not just Taylor, just Carson Wentz, but. <laughs> They're surprising <laughs> me. Uh, Indianapolis Colts, man. That's a team I feel like nobody wants to play in the playoffs. They're not going to make it fair. Their defense isn't perfect, but they can force turnovers and protect the ball. Carson Wentz will listen to whatever Frank Wright says. So if he tells him to go out here and hand the ball off to Jonathan Taylor 29 times, you're going to hand it off 29 times. Then who the hell is going to stop him? <laughs> like, who is going to stop him? If the Patriots couldn't stop him, I know the Chiefs can't stop him. Yeah, I don't I think it's even possible. Yeah, I, I know we just gave them praise and everything, but, but let's just go ahead and just be completely honest here now, man. These Indianapolis Colts look completely different. They're making me shed tears when I see these scores. And Carson Wentz ain't fucking up because we're not we're taking the ball out of his hands. So I'm <laughs> like, let's go. And it's like you said. <clears throat> I was listening. I was doing the research. I watched a few games. He isn't bad. He is. He can still play in this league. But he has those moments where you're just like, Wentz, what are you doing? Wentz, what are you doing? We got the game in the bag. Wentz, oh, yeah, like Thursday night? Boy, you see? It was, you what, see? Like, it was like 5 for 12 or something like that. But, but that's reasonable. That's understandable playing against this Patriots uh, secondary. I, okay, I got you. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Yeah, that's understandable now. You're, you're, he, he's not no Pat Mahomes or Justin Herbert. He's not just going to sit here and just be like, you know what? Top passing defense in the league. Shit, I'm still going to go out here and throw 300 yards on you guys. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Two interceptions, pish posh. We still won the game. Peyton Manning did it all the time. This man said pish posh. <laughs> No, he, he he doesn't have that type of swag about him. It's like Aaron Rodgers facing uh Tom Brady and the Bucks. It's like shit. Even though they still be losing, but Aaron Rodgers be like, I don't give a fuck that I'm facing Tom Brady and the Bucks. Come on, let's go. <laughs> exactly. It's easy for Carson to say, say I don't care when he has Jonathan Taylor right behind him. Hey, shoot. I don't, I don't know. I'll take Carson over over uh, Ryan Tannehill at this point because Ryan Tannehill ain't looking good without his without his number one. He he's not Dude, looking. Tannehill. Yeah, man, Tannehill hasn't looked right all year. Yeah, so you know at least with you know Carson, Carson then had a couple of displays of great passing games. It's just we found out, hey, what the hell? Nobody can't stop the running game. Let's win the game that we used to. Let's win the game the way we used to. Run the ball down your fucking throat. Run it down your esophagus. Make sure it goes all the way down and reach the lower intestine. <laughs> it's funny because 
it's your division rival who had that same mentality when Derrick Henry was healthy. Oh, boy. And look Speak- here, dog. <laughs> I just wish we was playing like this at the beginning of the year because we just handed the Titans the division. Just say, here you nah, go. Nah, nah, man. Dude, it ain't over yet. Uh, let, me, let me pull up their schedule. I know, dude, Tennessee is not out of the woods when it comes to winning this division. Uh, yeah, the Colts had to finish uh, one game ahead because Tennessee has a tiebreaker. I mean, it's possible Tennessee could lose a couple games here. They got the 49ers, the Dolphins, and the Texans. They're, they're going to beat the Texans. I, I don't know how to feel about Miami. Yeah, and Miami. Give them a run for their money. Exactly. I have the 49ers winning. Straight up winning on Thursday. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, the Colts had to finish uh, 3-0 and in the last three games. I have their schedule right here. They're at Arizona, at home against the Raiders, and then on the road against Jacksonville. I have them going 3-0 and and finishing 11-6. and Oh, yeah. I'll take it. It sucks, too, because, like you were saying, if the Colts were playing this way all season, they would have the number one seed locked up at this point. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I switched my motion of one quarterback away. We're now one. We're now we're one receiver away. Yeah, I mean, I love Michael Pittman. He's a great receiver. Oh, we just need another one to go with him. That's it. Yeah, Ty Hilton. He's he's about to hit that retirement home. I appreciate everything you've done, Ty. All time great Colt. Yep, all time great Colt, just like Marvin Harrison. Nah, <laughs> I'm on that level. Don't, don't be going no with Marvin Harrison and Reggie Wayne. Nah, oh, no, oh, no, 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 no. He's no. he's he's a few notches below that, but <laughs> I feel like that's respectable. You can put him a few notches below that. You know, Marvin Harrison caught a pass in every single game he played in his career, and you know, Reggie Wayne was just unstoppable. A perfect route runner. So you know yeah, I mean it it helped that they had Peyton Manning, but Oh yeah, absolutely. Even, you know? even even besides that. Oh, no, I get what you mean. But, yeah, <clears throat> I don't think nobody wants to face this team in the AFC. Playoffs started absolutely right. nobody. They, they have a chance right now. I don't think people see this window, but I see the light. There's a small door, and I need to get my glasses changed, but there's a small door, and I see the Super Bowl logo on it, and I'm just walking towards it. And I see Jonathan Taylor calling me like, come on, all things are possible. <laughs> <laughs> What the hell have you been smoking? <laughs> oh, man. Uh, it's called Apple Gelato, but don't quote me. Anyways. <laughs> Let's hope you're following him into the Super Bowl and not just walking into a wall. Oh, man. If I walk into a wall, it's only because Carson Wentz shits the bed in the playoffs. That's that's the only way I walk into a wall. Just boom. Head first. But nah, nobody, yeah. nobody wants to see this team in the playoffs. The Colts are very good this year. I agree 100% with everything you've been saying. Like I said, Colts are my pick in the AFC, too. Honestly, I don't really have another AFC pick. Um, I guess my only other option in the AFC would be the Chargers. But, you know, they're not my pick. <laughs> I went with the Colts. 
I love Justin Herbert, but just the Chargers as a whole, uh, I don't know what's missing. I just feel like everything isn't clicking just yet. Or maybe it is. I don't know. I don't know, but I get what you mean. They they can be a dark horse. They're yeah. another one of those Cowboys-like teams, or they could be great, but then they could just fall on their face the next week. Yeah, unfortunately. I'm assuming I'm just going to go ahead and take a guess because I feel like me and you got telepathic powers. Is your dark horse for the NFC the 49ers? One thousand percent. Oh, boy. You know what? I'm going to let you take the lead on that one then. I'm just going to lead off with this right here. They have an 87% chance to make the playoffs. They can lose one game in the last three games, and they're still locked in to make the playoffs. Oh, yeah, it's going to happen. Um, I got to start off with this. Remember we were doing our uh, bold predictions uh, before the season started? Yep. I was making predictions like Mike Tom was going to get fired. Um, I, I forget what the other one was. But... One of my predictions was that Kyle Shanahan would lose his job either after this season or next season. Yeah, I, I said that. I'll admit I was wrong. Uh, Mr. Shanahan, you've impressed me. Uh, in, the, in the beginning of the season, it looked like I would be right. But all of a sudden, the 49ers turned it around. They won five of the last six games. Um, they've been relying on that running game like the Shanahan way. Uh, in those last six games, those five wins all came when they had at least 100 rushing yards as a team. And just like just like his dad, Mike Shanahan, it doesn't matter who's that running back. They're going to get those big yards. Elijah Mitchell came in in the beginning of the season as I think he was like a six-round pick. So, you know, you just pull a guy off the street and he's out there killing it. He is currently, I think he just got out of concussion protocol and he still has a knee injury he's dealing with. So if he's not able to go, you still got Jeff Wilson, Jermichael Hasty, and the fullback Kyle Juszczyk, along with, of course, Debo Samuel. So they're all going <clears> to <throat> do their thing and get 100 yards pretty much every game like they always do. And that defense has been stepping up, too. So, like you were saying, they have, what would you say, 87% chance? Yeah, right now they have an 87% chance. If they go 2-1 on one in the next three games, they still have a 72% chance to make the playoffs. So, they basically, they're basically a lock. All they got to do is win two out of three. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I think right now they got the seven seed in the NFC. Oh, I'm looking at it right now. They got the six. They just popped it up on the screen. <laughs> oh, this okay. Yeah, yeah, that's okay. So, you know, it's crazy because they not only came from such a tough division, but came back from. Uh, I didn't even see what their what they started out this season. Um, sorry, they were two they and four. Yeah, they started off terrible. Yeah, they were two and four, and then a couple weeks later, they were three and five. So they they were looking like one of those teams that, you know, they might be on, you know, when they have those graphics up, but they have like wild card in the hunt. Yeah. They look like they look like one of those teams that are going to be at the very bottom of the in the hunt section. But, you know, you see them now. Uh, their last three games are at Tennessee, at home against the Texans and at home at the end of the year against the Rams. I 
it's possible they can go three and zero. I'll throw that out there, but I'm definitely thinking they're going to go two and one. They're going to beat the Texans. I could see them slipping up against either the Titans or the Rams, but I don't think they lose both. And I have them going two and one, and final uh, record would be ten and seven. Yeah, I don't. It's just a shame that <clears throat> Jimmy G's not sucking. <laughs> So we can't see some tra- <laughs> so we can't see some Trey Lance, but I mean, whatever works, they're gonna roll with the hot hand. So yeah, I haven't heard anything about <laughs> I haven't heard anything about Trey Lance in a long time. It's another interesting fact for you. Forty uh, Nine ers are five and zero when they don't turn over the ball. I think this has been during their streak five and zero without a single turnover. So if they don't turn over the ball, they're dangerous. And it's crazy. You know how they talk about Cordell Patterson being a dual threat at wide receiver and running back? Yep. Let me talk about Debo Samuels. No, Debo is past past Cordero on that point. I know. I'm just like, they need to be talking about him. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I I know a lot of people do. He's he's big in fantasy. It, It seems like even when he doesn't, you know, go out and catch seven balls, he gets four rushes and a rushing touchdown. So it's like, is he even a wide receiver anymore? Like, he's just an offensive playmaker. I'll just call him a player. <laughs> the player. Yep. The player. Oh, man. Shoot. Are they your... Uh... What's up? Now, say, are they your NFC pick, too? Oh, yeah, I've been keeping my eye on them for the past couple of weeks. They've been getting better. That was perfect that we have the same picks. No, because I was, you know me, man. I'm a silent Jimmy G fan. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm a silent Jimmy G fan, but the 49ers as a whole, it's like you just blink and they're in playoff contention now. Five and one since week nine. Jimmy G really isn't turning over the ball. They're running the ball well. The defense is making plays. There's, they're one of those teams you just don't want to see in the playoffs because they can keep it close. They play down to the last minute. They can bow to you in the trenches. Like, they're not someone that a lot of people want to see. They have a similar offense as the Colts. They can control the time. They can run the ball all day long, quick play action passes. Those teams that can just sit here and be like, you know what? One run, we're going to let this clock run down about 20 seconds before we run the ball again and only get five yards and then do it again. They can do all that. They put pressure on you. <clears throat> exactly. They're one of those uh, run the ball time position type teams. Yep. They're currently, yeah, they're seventh in the league in total defense, and they're seventh against the pass, 12th against the run. So, you know, combine that with being seventh in rushing offense. That's just a team you don't want to face. Nah. Mm-mm. Not at all. I I don't know, but it just feels like in these wild cards, the the championship teams are going to come out the wild card. I don't I don't know if that the, that number one seed is going to help this year. I feel like the advantage of having to continually like to continue playing keeps you in rhythm 
And with this league adding that extra game, I know everybody is really relying on rest, and then we're getting hit with another COVID outbreak in the league. So you turn around and somebody is on COVID protocol. Somebody from the wild card, maybe it may be two wild card teams in the Super Bowl. I'll laugh yeah. if it's two small franchises. <laughs> yeah, I could definitely see that. It's like it's one of those debates that they have every year. Right. Whether would you rather have a bye week or would you rather try to keep your momentum going? I think it just depends on which kind of team you are. You know, if you're like the 49ers or like the Colts, you're on a streak right now. So, you know, you want to keep it up. If you're if you're the Packers. They've won three in a row, but they just haven't been see they haven't been looking like one of those hot teams. You know, they're not the kind of team that's been building up momentum. And you know that you're looking out for, they're just, they're just a great team. They can they can afford to take that, take that uh, week off, and then, you know, host home field advantage throughout the playoffs. So it just depends on what kind of team you are. And the 49ers and the Colts are one of those momentum-based teams. Yeah, most definitely. All right, my boy. So I brought back your favorite segment, trending, pretending, ending. I ain't at the floating part. Ah, we're getting late in the season, man. We got to be confident in our choices now. <laughs> okay. okay. <laughs> we're getting late. It's getting late in the season. So we're doing playoff edition for you. Okay. So question. What's up? If I say trending, is this like, you know, you asked me a team and do I think they're going to be at like the conference championship level or is it just, you know, do I think that they're legit? Uh, it's more so I think they're legit and also how optimistic you are about them potentially being a Super Bowl team when it comes to these okay. trending, pretending and ending. You get me? Okay. I got you. Yeah. So I'm actually going to hit you with the playoff teams. You know, we got a lot of them. So, you ready? I'm ready. All right, we're going to start with the AFC. And I got the list right now of currently what's going on, so there's no confusion. Kansas City Chiefs. Trending. I'm going to say they're trending because their defense has been stepping up like we talked about earlier. Uh, I still want to see more. I still want to see more with uh, Mahomes getting back to, you know, his former Mahomes elite level. But it seems like he's on the right track. And the only thing that sucks is uh, Travis Kelsey, Tyreek Hill, and Harrison Butker, the kicker, they all test positive for COVID. So hopefully, you know, they can, you know, just a quick turnaround, they can just get back on the field in another week. But I'll say trending. All right. New England Patriots. Oh, they're trending. Uh, I believe in what Belichick's doing with this great defense. Um, if they're able to get the one seed in the AFC from the Chiefs, you know, you gotta go through you gotta go through Foxborough to make it through the uh to the Super Bowl. So, you know, Mac Jones has been looking good. Mac and cheese. Uh, like, <laughs> the Mac and like Cheese I, era. Mac and cheese era. Uh, like I said, that defense has been looking really good. Questions I have are the running game. 
between Ramondre Stevenson and Damian Harris. Uh, just, just not 100% sure with that ground game. But I'll, I'll say trending for the team as a whole. All right. Tennessee Titans. I'm going to go ending. Or pretending. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> like, like we said, Tannehill just hasn't looked himself. Derrick Henry should be back for the playoffs, but we don't know if he's going to be, you know, Derrick Henry, Derrick Henry that we know. So, I mean, there are just too many questions. Um, The defense has been looking up and down. There's a lot of competition in the AFC. I just, uh, I don't think they're even going to beat the 49ers on Thursday. So I'm Mm going to say pretending. All right. Cincinnati Bengals. I hate saying this. I want Cincinnati to do well. I'm say pretending. Ooh. I know. Jamar Chase is fantastic. Tyler Boyd and T. Higgins are great secondary options. Joe Mixon's a great running back. But he's, I think Joe Mixon's hurt right now. He just got hurt against Denver last week. Joe, Joe Burrow's like Carson Wentz, I think. Just high risk and just a constant injury risk. Uh, the defense has been slowing up a little bit as of late. I know they only allowed 10 points to the Broncos, but that was against Teddy Bridgewater and Drew Locke. So I wouldn't put too much stock behind that game. But uh, they should win that division, the AFC North. Um, if I were to bet right now, I would say they will. But I don't see them getting past those top two teams in the AFC. Okay. Indianapolis Colts. Oh, we know they're trending. We already talked about them. They're yeah. hot right now. Jonathan <laughs> Taylor's unstoppable. Carson Wentz is, I guess he's he's managing the He's he's the Matt Ryan of the Colts. Or maybe he was what Jared Goff was to those Rams, but obviously better. But yeah, he's he does what they want him to do when they don't need him to. You know, sling the ball all over the place. He'll give it to Jonathan Taylor. Taylor's going to eat up yards and wear down the defense. And their defense looks great, too. So, I'm going to go trending. Definitely a Super Bowl contender. Los Angeles Chargers. I know you wish you could put floating right now. <laughs> they just seem like the ultimate floating pick right now. I'm going to say... If I have to pick one, I'm going to go pretending. Herbert is a great quarterback. Eckler's a great running back, but he's been getting hurt a lot. Keenan Allen, Mike Williams, they're great receivers. Well, okay, let me rephrase that. Keenan Allen is a great receiver. Mike Williams, I'm not a believer in him. Uh, he's He showed flashes earlier this season, but he he's been very inconsistent. Uh, Jared Cook, a tight end. I've never been a fan of Jared Cook. Uh, Chargers defense on paper looks like it should be great. But they're just a little underwhelming. So I'm going to go pretending. Okay. Last but not least for the AFC, Buffalo Bills. They got the number seven spot right now. I'm going to say... 
They're another tough one. It's they're okay, another... buddy. They're not floating. It's okay. They're not floating. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm going to say trending. Um, this is I know, interesting. I know, I know. Because it'll be really easy right now for me to just hop back on my take from last season and say, you know, I told you Josh Allen ain't nothing. But I don't know, man. Like last season, he showed a lot. And he's had his games this season where, you know, they've looked fantastic. But then again, you turn around the next week, they lose to the Jaguars like nine to three or nine to six. I just like they they have Stefan Diggs and Cole Beasley and Emmanuel Sanders and Gabriel Davis. So there's a lot of weapons. That's just the receivers, too. You know, you got Dawson Knox at tight end. Devin Singletary's been okay at running back. And the defense has looked a lot better. So yeah, I'm just I'm gonna say trending. They have an outside shot. Okay. <clears throat> I already know what your first one is for the NFC. Green oh, Bay wait, Pack. Wait. <laughs> it was a Do you want me to ask you trending or ending or pretending? Oh no. Nah. Oh no. Nah. Nah. This for you this week, man. Damn. All right. <laughs> oh, you said, damn it. You know what? I'll give it to you. Go ahead. All right. So, number one, the Green Bay Packers. Oh, it's clearly that they're trending, man. It's clearly that they're trending. It's like, I know you have, a, I don't know if you've seen WandaVision from uh, Disney oh, yeah. Plus. Oh, yeah. So, you already know when that shit be just fidgeting a little bit. It's like I'm balancing between two worlds right now. The possibility of Brady them going back to the Super Bowl, and then also this fantasy I have of Aaron Rodgers winning a Super Bowl and then leaving the Packers. That would be lovely. (laughs) Yeah, I balance between that because I'm like, damn, I did say that this was his last dance, and it's living up to all the hype. It got all the drama. The team is playing great. Aaron Rodgers, what, last week or the week before they asked him, they was like, so you enjoy playing football in Green Bay? He just said, I like playing football. <laughs> so it's like, okay, you guys are still winning and everything. The defense looks great. But, but he still got one foot out the door. Oh, yeah. He's still sitting there, got his toe in the water. He's ready to take that <laughs> shit and run. <laughs> oh, yeah. But I feel like it will stick it to them even more if he won them a Super Bowl and then said, I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I got to spend the whole year. I'm sorry. You got to spend a whole year celebrating me. <laughs> Yeah, right. It's that bittersweet shit. You're like, all right, we won the Super Bowl, but shit, we ain't going to repeat. We got a 0% chance. Yeah. Uh, yeah, as of now, number two is Dallas Cowboys. Uh, you might get mad at me for this one, but I'm going to say they pretended. Okay. I got to say that they pretended right now. They ain't got nothing to do with Dak. It's just that... They don't, like you like we was talking about earlier, they don't look the same. The offense, mainly the defense is doing their part. But they just don't look the same. I'm not really comfortable with them in these big game situations that are going to happen in the playoffs. Like we said with Zeke, Zeke don't look like the Zeke that I saw in Hard Knocks. C.D. Lamb looks like every bit of a star. But I, I just don't believe in it right now. I, I, I don't. I feel like they're pretending, man. 
Very That's good fair. team, but playoff wise, uh, they pretending. I don't see them as a, I don't see them as this Super Bowl team that you know they portray themselves as in the first half of the season. Not anymore. Okay, that's fair. Uh-huh. Uh, number three, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Oh, they're going to forever be trending, dog. I don't care that the Saints beat them twice. They can't beat them in the playoffs. <laughs> they, they can't beat them in the playoffs. You're not going to beat Tampa Bay in the playoffs with Taysom Hill. And don't get me wrong, I feel like the Saints are one of those teams that if they get into the playoffs, they might fuck some shit up because they got a really good defense. But, nah, I, I don't believe in that. The the Bucks are still trending. Even with these injuries, they still have Tom Brady. And as long as you have Tom Brady, you can't count them out of getting back to the Super Bowl. We've seen him make it to the Super Bowl with a roster of people that we cannot name. Okay, that's fair. Okay. Uh, that'll be interesting in a minute. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you'll, you'll know what I'm talking about in a few minutes here. Uh, number four, the Arizona Cardinals. Arizona Cardinals, they're they're ending. Ending? Yeah, they're ending. Okay. Yeah, I I I fall into the facade for a little bit. Don't get me wrong, man. I'll be that guy at the strip club. I'll be happy for a quick second. But then after a while, when you open your mouth and you start to talk, you know, it's like now don't talk, just you no, know, go do the football thing. You know, but <laughs> watch out, you better get canceled. Oh man, no, just just stop it, stop it. This world's so damn sensitive. Stop it. Nah, these these boys are ending, man. Like they were very exciting. They're very fun to watch. It's like that video game that you play occasionally, that casual video game that you know it gives you a good feeling. I wish I could remember that that go kart soccer game that's out on PlayStation that everybody loves. Rocket to play. League. Yeah, Rocket League. That's what the Cardinals are. They're fun huh. for a little while, but after a while, you put them down. You know, depends on who you are. It's a it's a very popular game. Oh, absolutely! It is a very popular game, but after a while, a new game comes out, something better. And there's a lot of teams that I feel like you know they got a better chance right now. The Cardinals are there. They don't have D Hop, and then you said what? He might be back in the playoffs. Yeah, I think he's supposed to be back in the playoffs. I think I said uh, they said he's supposed to miss the rest of the regular season. Yeah, the the only thing in the only thing that gets me is. They can win on the road. That's that's the thing that, like you said earlier, that that gets me. They can win on the road. They can't win at home. So yeah, maybe it is destined for them to be a wild card team. But I think the fun is over. I think it's over this season. I felt like it was starting to be over when though when JJ went down and then, you know, Murray and Hot went down. But the offense was still clicking. The defense was, you know, they still doing okay. I believe they're still middle of the pack, but. Nah, I, I'm not really high on them like I was before. I don't see the same Kyler Murray, MVP Kyler Murray, and stuff like that. Nah. Uh, we'll go to their division rival, the five seed Rams. Uh, pretending. They're Hollywood. Oh, man. Yeah, they can't, they can't beat a team with a winning record. You beat the Rams. That's it. it I'm 20- big on that. <laughs> The 2021 Eagles 2011 Dream Team. <laughs> also, you got to look at the record. They don't even have a positive record since adding Von Miller and OBJ. At least OBJ is getting touches. He's getting touchdowns now. But, yeah, they're, they're, they're ending, man. They're, that's, that's Hollywood. Pretending, I'm sorry. Hollywood. Hollywood is about pretending anyway. You're an actor. <laughs> You're an actor. You it's said about the, 
He said the L.A. Rams are just actors. They're not an actual football team. Oh, yeah, just actors. Yes, the greatest show on paper. Oh, the man. greatest show on the Madden screen ever. The That's greatest what they show are. on script. Yeah, the greatest show on script. When it's time to put on the actual play, you're like, what the hell is this? Except for Cooper, because he needs to be in the MVP conversation, but that's a conversation for another day. Oh, for sure, for sure. Yeah. Uh, we'll go to uh, the third straight NFC West team, the 49ers. Oh, man. This is where that floating part will come into play, but they're trending right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. They're trending right now. Like I said, it's, it's going towards the end of the season. You got to it's, it's time to be confident in picks. <laughs> right, you got to pick one way or the other. You made me pick. Yeah, you got you got to be confident in these picks. And I would not make them a dark horse and then turn around and say that they're pretending or they're ending. This team is trending. I feel like they're scary. I don't think a lot of teams would have faced them. They can run the ball and Jimmy G can protect the ball. The defense can make plays. Ugh. Yeah, I, I I don't know what else to say about this team, man. Like, I don't think anybody wants to face them. They're they're too simple, and the fact that they're too simple, they can dominate and win games, and that's scary. They don't do a lot of flash. Run the ball, check down, play good defense, do it again. And okay. you know, let's Debo Samuels decides to go off. He said, San Francisco, no flash, just cash. Yep, that's it right there. Perfect. Okay. All right. Uh, the seven seed here, we got the Minnesota Vikings. Oh, boy. They're not even pretending. They're not even ending. They never got started. Oh, no. I'm trying to figure out how they got here. Man, look here, dog. I'm getting sick of this shit. <laughs> I am getting sick of this shit. That's the stripper at the strip club that nobody goes to see. They just look good. But they never oh, perform the part. <laughs> they never perform the part. No belly roll. They don't even stretch. They show up to work late. This is why they don't get no money at the end of the night. They never were able to do dances. They they dance lazily. That's the perp. They're a lazy stripper. That is the perfect example of the Minnesota Vikings. At least the Chiefs tried. They tried to figure it out. But the Minnesota Vikings, no, they are the lazy stripper. You got all the intangibles. You can take all the money. And guess what you decide to do? Suck when you feel like it. Damn. <laughs> no, this is true. Bruh, that was a terrible display of passing that I saw on Monday night. These passes were atrocious. I can literally blame Kirk Cousins. I'm sitting here like, what the hell are you doing here, guy? Like, what is going on? Shoot, they never started, bro. They're at the starting line. I'm trying to figure out how this happened here. Like, I'm just being completely honest with you. Maybe you can help me out here. Okay, that, that leads me into my, uh, my question here for you. What's up? So we got... Six teams here that are five teams on the outside looking in on the wild card race. If you were to pick three that are going to fight for the seven seed, all right, between including the Minnesota Vikings, we got the Vikings, the Saints, Eagles, Washington, Atlanta, and Seattle. If you were to pick three, your top three most likely to make it to the seven, seven seed, who would they be? Dude, boy. God damn, you hit me with a bind here. You want me to read those names again for you? No, I'm looking at some of them. I'm not even thinking about Seattle or the Falcons. That's not happening. Okay. <laughs> I'm I'm just, I feel like what we're doing right now with the Seattle Seahawks is that transition process. It's like when another company buys out your company and you're just kind of going out the end of your days before your release. 
Okay, I see you. I see yeah. that. This, I feel like this is what's happening right now. We're just going to play the rest of the season, you know. Play it out because we have to. Yeah, and Russ is sitting at home with Sierra, and he's like, you know, hey, have you looked up any new places to stay? You know, he got his cities laid out. For some god-awful reason, he's considering the Giants. But I, I don't I don't get that, man. Yeah, I don't get it either. You know, I understand big market or whatever you want to call it. But that's that's probably the only reason. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you get a you get uh, Saquon Barkley at a discount because we don't know if he's going to play the full season. So oh, he ain't. He ain't. Yeah. So it's, it's too much mystery behind that, you know, and then, you know, I already know what's going to happen. He's going to go there and boom. They're going to be like, oh, this is a Super Bowl team now. And I'm going to cry laughing. But <laughs> Let's be realistic for a second. If I had to pick three out of them, it would actually be Minnesota Vikings, New Orleans Saints, and the Philadelphia Eagles. If you were to narrow that down to two. Narrow that down to two? Oh, Minnesota Vikings, New Orleans Saints. Narrow that one down to one. Oh, New Orleans Saints. Okay, so there you pick. Yeah, take the seven seed. I feel like New Orleans Saints. And as much as I don't like Taysom Hill, like, I, I, oh uh, boy, <clears throat> I don't even want to say it's a racial thing for me, but I, that's clearly privileged there. You're not top 10 in either one of your positions to get $90 million. Oh, for sure. It's a mix between, you know, privilege and just favoritism. Sean Payton, for some favorite? reason, <laughs> for some reason, he likes uh, Taysom Hill. I don't know why, but I'm he, sure he's a great guy, but. I'm pretty sure he is too. You know, you got to smile like Tim Tebow and everything. He's probably a godly man in all. Yeah, you know, yeah. my boy Trevor Simeon was looking pretty good. I'll tell I you, mean, he, he he wasn't great, but he was he was doing all right. Hey, man, if they say Trevor Simeon was starting, I'll still say they're going to go and be the seventh seed. Taysom Hill, I'm just like, this is bullshit. Mainly because of this ninety million dollar contract. You're not a tight. You're not a top ten tight end. You're paying ninety million dollars for a special teams player. I've never seen nothing like this. God damn, it's like paying Vince Papali. From the 1980s Philadelphia Eagles, $90 million to go and tackle the kick returner. <laughs> this is what is happening right now. <laughs> but you know yeah. what? I'm going I'm to stick with that because it's going to lead into my mic drop. But yeah, Saints would be my seven. But before we even get to the mic drop, you know, I'm going to thank everybody who listened to this. And you can also follow us on social media, Facebook, FOE Podcast, FOE Pod. Twitter, you can follow me at the Daily FOE, and you can follow Josh at J underscore Ho34. Once again, for Josh, Twitter, J underscore Ho34. For me, the Daily FOE, and of course on Facebook, FOE Pod, FOE Podcast. Now, it's been a long time since we've done this, but we do something called a mic drop. I accidentally called it the pipe bomb, but I was thinking about saying punk in the Cult of Personality song when I was sending this text message. Fantastic song. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. But you got to listen closely because you might miss it. And you know what, Josh? I, I'm, I'm not going to give them the thank you bye-bye this week. I'm not going to Oh, give no. Nah, not this week. All right. You know, maybe next week. Not this week. I'll give them something simple this week. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a pause moment. Damn it. Oh, no. God damn it. We done missed like at least... 15 of them I've been calculating in my head just saying Paul silently in my back of my mind oh yeah we've, we've had quite a few of them today yep Ugh. so Josh you want to go first yeah I'll go first mm-hmm. 
So I'm gonna double down on my uh, what I've been saying about Tom Brady uh, last year, and I'm gonna double down on that right now. 2021 season, Tampa Bay Buccaneers will not win a single playoff game. And it's bad. I can see that because it's turning that way. It's turning that way. Even if they were healthy. Oh, now hold on now. <laughs> hold on now, sir. You're getting out of hand, but I'll let you have it because it's your mic drop. <laughs> but I'll let you have it. Ah. Okay. So. I got to get my hand ready for all this. Pause. Anyway. <laughs> I was about to hit you with it. Oh, pause. <laughs> pause, pause, pause. Anyways. So. Taysom Hill. A tight end slash, you know, part-time quarterback. Or maybe a temp service worker. Indeed.com. Um, he just got a contract, $90 million, to play tight end and quarterback. Yet, he's not top 10 in either one of these positions. So, my mic drop slash pipe bomb is that because of this signing, it's going to lead to an eventual firing of Sean Payton. Class dismissed. <laughs> 